two farts, Performers Happiness in the Arts podcast that's meant to gas up musical theater performers as they pursue a long career on the stage. We bring flatulent happiness to ourselves and to each other through integrity, authenticity, love, and of course, humor. All guests on this podcast are out to help musical theater performers. And while we do it, ah, we may laugh at the simple things like the word penis. Penis. musical theater performers i am here with kaisha from kaisha creates and i'm so excited to have you on thank you oh my goodness i'm so happy to be here thank you for having me you are a joy i was literally just saying this seconds ago how i love all of your content well <laughs> thank you so much it, it takes a lot of time so i appreciate that <laughs> absolutely i know from one clip you'll see kaisha just kind of in just regular, like an alpha like this, and then you just switch to the queen. And I'm, that took time. That, there was no, there was no like, oh, I just threw on a dress and what I mean, and it's full out and you have the wig and everything and I am here for it. I love it so much. Yes, 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 yes. And, and, and I'm just, I'm just gonna continue with gratitude. It's, you have just brought so much joy for my, entertainment alone we are going through i mean we've been going through dark times for a very long time yeah you bring joy you bring joy just by being yourself your own tastes your own preferences and it comes through and i just love that i really identify with that so thank you thank you so much that really made my day It, it really did i think that one of the hardest parts about content creation um is that most of your time you spend it alone you spend it behind your camera or in front of your camera rather, and sometimes behind it too, if you're your own production team. But um, it, it sometimes can be very, you know, lonely doing all of this work and, you know, wondering, are people seeing it? Are people like, do people like actually enjoy it? Is it, is it bringing people joy? Is it having an impact? And so um, I just really appreciate that. That made me feel really good. Oh, I'm so glad. That makes me happy. Well, I'm grateful because we're talking about social media, musical theater presence on social media. And that is such a specific niche because musical theater is all about live performances. And you really have mastered your own voice on Mm -hmm. social media. And that's why I just thought it'd be so cool to have you on and talk. Yeah. And I would love, because I I saw your resume, beautiful, I'll check out her, um, her, Oh, goodness. Um, website. It's uh, K-A-I-S-H-A-H-U-G-U-L-E-Y.com. Yep. Good quality cyberstock in there. <laughs> yes, yes. So on there, you can see she has experience in regional theaters professionally, also off-Broadway. So she's she. this is what you do. Could you go into your journey where you started finding your journey onto social media and finding your voice? Yeah. You know, what's so funny, I think about how active I am on social media today. And there was a period of time back in 2017 where I wasn't on social media at all. Like I had just completely like disappeared from the internet for like probably about eight months. Um, I didn't post a single thing. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it was just, it was, it was a time I had moved to New York, uh, June of 2017. 
adjustment when I moved here was a big change for me. I, I moved from Washington, D.C., so I was used to living in a city, but not a city like New York. And so when I moved here, I just needed time to adjust. I also was immediately thrust into long-distance marriage, which I wasn't expecting. And so that change in combination with, you know, being in conservatory and doing all the things, I was just like, okay, I need a moment. And so I took off of social media for eight months. And I've been on almost all of these platforms since their inception. So it was actually really interesting, you know, just kind of thinking about that. But now, you know, especially since the pandemic, you know, social media has become my stage in a way. I miss performance like all of us do so much. I want to be back on stage more than anything in this world. And TikTok specifically, I use that as my stage, as the, through creative transformations, through singing, through, you know, acting challenges, things of that nature. I just, it's, it's an outlet for me to feel connected to people. And I feel like um, if I didn't have that, I would be even more sad than I am with theater being closed. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's a nice outlet. Yeah. And uh, when you started, how did you figure out your what you were going to do. Yeah. That's a very broad question. Oh my God. I apologize. But, but, but no. that's how it is for every single person coming out. Like, what am I going to talk about? Right. Um, so, and, and that was actually kind of hard for me. I have been on social media, like I said, for a long time, like since 2009, like Instagram came out in 2000, was it 2010, something like that? I, I've been on all of these platforms since they started. And I've talked about a lot of different things online. So there was a time where I had a blog where I was documenting like my half marathon journey. When I run this half marathon, I used to do natural hair blogging and vlogging and all that kind of stuff. And so when I moved to New York, I knew that I wanted to share my journey, specifically living in this city and pursuing a full-time career as an artist and as a creative. And so Kaisha Creates LLC was born in at the end of 2018 when I decided to really formalize, you know, documenting my journey, documenting, you know, my experience, you know, from conservatory into the professional industry and also sprinkling in there just inspirational and motivational messages to let people know that it's not too late for you to do what you love. You can do it at any age, you can pursue whatever you have a passion for whenever you get ready to do it. And so I really wanted to have a platform where that messaging could come through. And it does. It really does. And I love how you, I, I felt like as soon as Bridgerton came out, you just had the costume. You just had <laughs> I was like, did she get a preview of Bridgerton before it got released? You were on it. And it was so fun. You were like, oh, I see where I identify. And shoom. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know what's so funny about that? I literally ordered this, this dress. I have a white and gold dress. And it took so long to get here. It took like, I think about three-ish weeks, maybe a month, something like that. It, 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 I didn't think I was going to like be able to create content within the trend of Bridgerton trending. I'm like, no, I need a dress now. So I went back to Amazon and ordered another one. And then, of course, as fate would have it, the other dress arrived two days later. But yes, um, that is another thing with content creation. You have to hop on the trends and be ready to create based on what's happening in the world. Yeah, and I really, I, I, I love it. I love it. I'm actually watch rewatching Bridgerton, um, mostly probably for the sex scenes. I mean, he's 
Um, <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, like, it's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Um, okay. And then I also like the short redhead girl who's in love with the boy that doesn't get the chance and he's going for the other girl. I love her story. Yeah. With her. I feel just that unseen. I'm like, oh, I see you. As I'm watching, I'm like, I see you. I see you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's so, it's so cool. Oh, love, love, love. I, yeah. and then for you now, when you're, here's the deal, because in musical theater, we sing, we act, and we dance. Yes. I don't know if I've even seen you sing yet on there, which I'm not, I mean, yes, please. But also, like, you don't need to. You haven't, yet I feel like I've experienced you. Your energy, yeah. and I think that's so cool because I don't know about other performers, but I always put pressure on myself. I can't read off a thing and sing it because people see, and then it's less good. I have to memorize and do that, and that adds on even more on top of the makeup, the editing, and everything else. Exactly. You know, I read a post the other day from Michael Kushner, and he basically talked about how there's a difference between art and content and there are times where those things intersect or they overlap and there are times where they are two separate things and i think as an artist it is really difficult to create content that is centered around the art that you make because a lot of times artists we want to make sure that it's our best possible product i want to be better about you know sharing my specific musical theater talents online, but I understand the industry that we're in and I don't want to put anything out that would not be fully representative of my talent. And so I'm really careful about that. Um, there are a couple of things of, of me singing as different characters, but I, like I said, I limit it because I can't um, produce that content as quickly. It takes a lot more time to produce that content. Like it's, it's, there's the intention. I mean, so everything that goes into that. Yes, like I recently did a video for MCC Theater's Miscast 21, and I was Hermes and Orpheus. So when I when I decided to do this and transform into both of them, I was like, okay, I need costumes. What am I going to wear? So I pulled all the things out that I had at home, and then I ordered a couple of small things from Amazon. And then I went into GarageBand, and I had to lay down the vocal and so once i got the vocal laid down then i needed to film it that was literally an all-day process it took me maybe like four ish five hours just to get the vocal down and then film it and then not to mention the editing process and then the upload process there's so many processes that are required to uh create some of these things and so uh yeah it's it's a it's a world we live in you actually brings such a good point in here because when it, 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 all the different equipment and everything. I mean, here I have this, this, I'm, I'm far away and it's not as good. I, all, all these other things that come into play when it just sound, just sound. Yep. And you just said garage band. Mm -hmm. And so what you're doing to have the quality sound is you're pre-recording. You can sing live, no problem. We know this. Mm -hmm. but have the quality content for social media. Mm -hmm. It's a lip syncing thing to your own voice. What you are, we already know you can do, and mm -hmm. and but editing, and I'm sure there are moments where you're like, dang it, I just closed my mouth at the wrong moment, or like I feel, of you know, course, you're like, no, no, like what do you do? You know, it's a whole other <laughs> Ashley Simpson skill. Love you, <laughs> Ashley. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> you hard times, hard times. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, like logistically too, like. There was no way for me to transform from Hermes into Orpheus singing live. 
Like, I, I'm, if I would have done it perfectly, maybe. But, like, to get the track to line up in the exact way that I wanted it to line up when I did the transition, that also, I was like, yeah, I can't do this live if I want to transform into the different characters. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And then for you, when you're getting into costumes and different characters, obviously we're doing a show for Hermes. Oh my God, my brain just so farted. What a fart. It was smelly too. Oh my God. Not my butt. <laughs> um, when you're doing characters on there, do you, I mean, use the word limit, but I don't really want the word limit, but that's the one that's coming to my head right now. Do you mm -hmm. limit yourself to the roles that you would want to play? Um, so far, what I've done so far, there are things that I definitely want to play. Like, I actually, even though it's for miscast, I want to play Hermes. I think that we can swing having a female Hermes in Town because Hermes is a god, and who's to say this god can't be female? And so I'm so here for that, um, and I, I hope that happens. But, you know, outside of that, um, I've been really focusing on characters that I want to play, and I was nervous about doing that because I'm like, I don't want anyone in the industry to see it and to think, oh, well, she can't do it because she's done it this way. And then I just let it go. I was like, you know what? I, I shouldn't be judged based on what you see on my social media in a way that would uh, make you feel like, oh, she can't do this because she's done this. And so in, in my content creation life, I am I have to be really specific with myself in terms of what am I going to create? What am I saying with these with these characters, with, with the content that I'm making? And um, yeah, when I when I think about that, I'm like, no, I'm just having a great time and I'm hopefully entertaining people. And that's what I want to do. And I want to entertain through the stories that I'm drawn to the most. Now, I am preparing for a transformation that um, there's only one character that I probably... Yeah, it's only one character that I want to play out of these four, but um, I'm really excited about that one. That one's going to take a lot of work, but I'm excited to get started on it. Ooh, I'm excited to see it. Oh, that's yeah. great. Well, yeah, because you definitely, the characters that you do on there, you have their attitude and everything, their whole presence, and they're so different when you take the stand in front of the camera, and I love that. So I definitely, I as somebody who's watched a lot of them, uh, I, I I definitely get that. I've actually watched you more on Instagram. You're on, you share on TikTok and everything as well. Yeah, yeah. So I um, I wonder if I've seen you on TikTok. I just go through, you know, just literally. Yeah. Yeah. My drug. I, I tell you, I I think I'm addicted to TikTok. I can say that here. I am definitely, I like, I'm on TikTok so much. It's just not healthy. But um, I think one of the reasons why I have been prioritizing TikTok in this specific season as well is that I am one of the creatives that was selected to participate in the TikTok for Black Creatives program. And being in that program, you know, we have homework, we have sessions that we have to attend, and we are trying to, you know, really grow our followings. And so I have been, you know, really getting the TikTok content out there, you know, primarily for that reason. I love that. And is that, is TikTok the one running that or is that like a separate thing? So TikTok and macro, which okay. is like macro. Like I, I want to work with macro so badly that um, when I found out that I got into this program, I'm like, this could be really great for my content creation career, but it can also really be great for my acting career because macro is doing amazing things in terms of, you know, media specifically, you know, promoting, you know, uh, black identifying people of color. Like I just, ah, like, oh my gosh. 
That's wonderful. I did not know that, and especially I saw a post recently, and, and with the violence and things going on, I, I've had some friends, and I'm just being alerted that some people are being shadow banned um, that are speaking up against the injustices, and I'm glad that there's a little bit of that change. I mean, I still think the shadow ban stuff needs to be fixed, and they do get fix it when it gets they get called out, but I'm like, wow. Well, this is what's so funny, you know, because I've been in this program and I, I'll share a little secret. Um, we've had the chance to meet with like growth strategists and people that actually work for TikTok. And I think that the term shadow ban, now that I'm learning more about it, it has so many different meanings to different people. The, the way that the algorithm works is that, you know, how do I explain this? The way it was explained to me is that really there's no such thing as shadow banning. And I was like, wait, how? Because you hear so many creators complaining about it. I mean, I literally complained about it. I'm like, I'm being a shadow ban. My views are low. Like what's going on? And usually it's not that the video itself is being shadow banned um, or creators themselves are being shadow banned. But if, if it's a violation to the community guidelines, that's not necessarily a shadow ban. That's a violation to the community guidelines. So it's a different thing. Um, obviously, I can't speak on behalf of TikTok and what they're doing. And, you know, but I think that um, I think it's a difficult place because it would seem, you know, I've seen, you know, creators of color specifically who talk about really important things, especially as it relates to um, racial tension and things like that. And their views are so low. And I'm like, how? Like, how is this happening? But you know, these algorithms, I, I, I think there should be a musical about algorithms. I think that would actually be quite entertaining because we as content creators are all the time trying to figure out how to break the algorithm, if you will, and like get your content out there to get seen. And that in itself is a whole science. <laughs> it really is. And I do most of my stuff. I, 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 I am present on Instagram, but my real focus is on Facebook and it, it changes over time too, you know, yeah. to draw people in how they want to draw people in and mm -hmm. Facebook and Instagram, Facebook's owned by Instagram. So it's, you know, whatever sisters, cousins, whatever you want. Uh, but <laughs> their, their biggest thing, I do know this is they want to keep you on their platform. So yes. Even knowing that alone with anything you type da -da -da, links, they don't like if it's taken mm -hmm. unless it's linked to another Instagram, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so true. And that's why uh, you see a lot of these platforms um, coming up with features that are very similar to other platforms like TikTok, you now have Instagram Reels, which is very much like TikTok. And you have now the Instagram Remix, which is like the duetting feature on TikTok. And YouTube is about to come out with YouTube Shorts. It's just like, huh. I, I think the social media platform that comes out next that is like truly original and a completely brand new idea is really going to take off because it's going to give us something different than what we are currently used to. I think that's why Clubhouse has done so well. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say Clubhouse. I'm actually in there. I just don't. I, I, have so, I, I, I just like 
the visual. I'm not an auditor. I need the whole thing. But yes, Clubhouse is one of those that's really, what I love about Clubhouse, even though I have been present for, I would say, maybe five seconds or something. And then I was like, you know, squirrel and went back to TikTok. But like, uh -huh. um, is tone. You get to hear tone. There's no option for people to type where people can't tell your tone. And yeah. I The limitation of voice only helps ensure that. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. I love that. I, I actually love Clubhouse for the reason that, like, I get to look however I want to look and no one will ever know. <laughs> I'm just like talking, but I'm in my onesie and it's like totally fine. Like I'm so here for it. I just totally thought it'd be amazing if someone did like celery up their nose and everything. And like, they're doing a real professional talk. Oh yes. Yeah, so if you look at the algorithms on this and place here and then you divide it by five and then do a backflip, you, you really do get to better understand how things work on social media. And then meantime, time it's like a film of somebody just looking just if they knew if they knew. yep that's yep <laughs> that's cool i love that I, I love that so much for you at this point which platform do you tend to favor at this point like that's your front runner and then you kind of reshare off that and, and why mm -hmm. um right now it's definitely tiktok i think tiktok has allowed me to have the largest audience that I've ever had on social media. Um, I have 16,000 followers-ish on TikTok, and I don't have those kind of numbers anywhere else. And um, also, too, there's a different level of, at least in my experience with my specific community, there's a level of support on TikTok that I don't experience in other platforms. Like, I definitely feel like my grand fam, like, we are in there, like, on Instagram. Like, we, we have our, our times, but I feel like I get a different kind of support on TikTok that I really, really enjoy. I usually share all of my TikToks on my Instagram stories, or sometimes I will share them on Instagram reels. But typically, my, my platform of choice, mm, my platform of choice these days is TikTok. I... You, I once ago I would have said it was Instagram, but now it's TikTok. Absolutely, and Instagram was a good. Uh, I think it, there's always room for Instagram because there's that break of in, intimate connection at the same time. Because yeah. it, people aren't talking with each other, really. Right. It's just a visual, like you know. But and you're right with, and of course they're trying to get like TikTok, but. TikTok has it does have it really established where there are creators interacting with other creators. It's it's really I, I'm not part of that. I'm I'm the, I just watch and go oh that sounds me you know but yeah. I do know what you what you are meaning not by experience but by getting to watch. Yeah 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 it's it's a beautiful platform. Any words? Last question. Any last words of advice to somebody who is in musical theater and still is just struggling. Mm -hmm. I think that one of the things that's necessary to any creative, especially um, when you're talking about being specific about your own creativity, it's important to really quiet yourself and allow, turn off the noise. 
Because if you're on social media all day long, if you're on, if you're always taking things in and being a part of a, being a content creator, you have to take in content. But if you take in too much, that can stifle your own creativity. It can cause you to um, go down, you know, negative paths where you're like, oh, well, I got to be doing what so-and-so is doing, or I should be, my content isn't as good as this person. And those are not good places to be in. And so for someone struggling to find their voice, I'm like, get quiet go inside of yourself and really be clear with yourself. Well, what, what is it that you want to say? What is it that you want people to hear from you? And how do you want to share that? Not based on how XYZ person on TikTok, on Instagram, on YouTube is sharing it, but how do you want to share it? How do you want to tell your story? Um, I think really getting specific about those things and then going forward with that and giving yourself all of the agency and permission um, will really take creators far. And it's hard because as soon as you see something that's like freaking amazing, you automatically start to feel like, well, can I do I have a place on here because you know I can't make that but what you can make is will serve someone like and you just have to start somewhere and find out what your specific lane is I love that thank you so much for coming on Kaisha yes. Creates can be found as Kaisha Creates everywhere which is why I keep saying Kaisha Creates <laughs> yes yes I really want to make sure I people can go check you out enjoy your content and and get inspired as well thank you oh, thank you so much I really appreciate that well yes I'm looking forward to spending some time on TikTok <laughs> yes yes come on over there's lots to see <laughs> Take care. Bye, everybody. Take care.